Mr. Graham, it is Christmas Eve, and we are still giving everybody all their shows, including the EFL, because there was some stuff going on in the EFL this uh, this weekend. That's for damn sure. There were some things that happened, absolutely. <laughs> I uh, remembered that you told me to watch a certain set of highlights, so uh, that's why I had to pee. Oh, heard. Gotcha. Well, also, recordings. also, they play this weekend, Tuesday, and Friday, and then next Tuesday, because that's how it is. <laughs> Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord, but straight and short. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to DU Does the EFL, a completely biased brief recap of the English Football League is told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me on the internet is going, holy shit, it's almost midnight and I still haven't wrapped my children's presents yet. My co-host, Mr. Sam Graham. How you doing, Sammy? What do you mean? Santa doesn't do that? <laughs> Santa doesn't wrap Christmas presents, Sam. We've had this conversation. Uh, that you and your, your lazy-ass family is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out wherever you get your pods. And, of course, streaming live every single Monday night except for on Christmas Eve because Christmas is on Monday. Fuck you. We're doing it on a Sunday. Get over it. It'll be Christmas soon enough. And um, should you want to chat with us, there's many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. For the next uh, 21 minutes, you can reach us at the football show on all the social media. It's football show at gmail.com to get in touch by email and then take 24 hours off and start again Tuesday morning. You guys <laughs> we're taking Christmas off and not responding to you. <clears throat> I like you all more than Graham does. So I'll respond to you because, well, don't have kids. <laughs> You've got nothing to do. We're drinking the exact same shit we just drank in the last show, so uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. Championship corner! I've fallen, and I can get up! Oh, no! Uh, Leeds beat the holy hell out of fucking Ipswich Town. Four to fucking nothing, Graham. Um, yeah, it was a hell of a fucking game for Leeds, wasn't it? Yeah, and apparently they had a double agent, a former um, member of their academy at Leeds, uh, a guy by the name of Leif Davis, is responsible for the penalty that was awarded and also the own goal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he made it a hell of a day uh, on his uh, current club, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh, a a great one for his former employers. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. but it, it really all started it was, it's from the jump, actually. Uh, Leeds had a majority of just about everything. Nine shots, four on target to uh, Ipswich's zero on target, and only two overall in the game, uh, despite the possession being 55% to, 50, uh, to, to 45%. 
Um, so, which is a pretty interesting fact. We talked about efficiency a lot on the last show and people doing a lot with a, a very little bit of the ball in the championship here uh, in, in, in this game, especially number two versus number three, number two being Ipswich. They did nothing. And they had more of the ball than most Premier League clubs had. Yeah, uh, w- which is pretty wild. Um, you know, it's it's obviously a very good win uh, for Leeds, and it, it, like I said, it started off in the most brilliant of fashions when Pascal Taylor uh, got the scoring off uh, in the eighth minute. Uh, you know what's even more demoralizing for the Tractor Boys? It was four nil in the fifty-second fucking minute. Yeah. The game was done yeah. and dusted minutes into the second half like that also, that's a kick in the pants right there Leeds hit the bar twice in the post once this could have been far worse oh god yeah i mean this was utter and complete domination from Leeds. it really was sad part is is there's still seven fucking points behind them yeah, absolutely. Ipswich has had an amazing start to the season, obviously. So they could afford to lose this game, although it's obviously not great for the confidence and it's not a really good look with supporters right around Christmas. Um, but that's, you know, kind of where we stand. Uh, and before anybody tries to pull me up, I know Stat Boy might be watching or, or I mean, he's definitely going to listen to it. Um, I know his name is not Pascal Taylor. That's a joke. Mm-hmm. His name is Pascal, pronounced stroke. Mm-hmm. Our friend Taylor had a stroke. <laughs> That's what you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Mel's little wee <laughs> with no video. <laughs> Just barely hear it. Because <laughs> well, I, I know this because I know Taylor is watching right now because he chimed in. I'm here for it. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. <laughs> yeah, so us. like he's here for your stroke joke. I know, and that was kind of the point, and I wanted that to happen, but I know Stat Boy's very literal sometimes, so I know make sure he wasn't going to give me any pelters online. That I, <laughs> I actually know what I'm talking about. That was a backhanded dig at our friend. Um, it has already become very clear that four teams are at the fucking top, and everybody else yeah. is well behind them. Leicester's on 58 points. Ipswich is on 52. Leeds and Southampton are both on 45. After that... Fifth place West Brom is on 36 points. And all the way down to 11th place Middlesbrough is only three points behind uh, West Brom. So it's going to be fifth and sixth place are really kind of going to be the battleground. But unless these teams start to slip up, which I don't, if honestly, if any of them are going to slip up, it's going to be Ipswich. I don't see Leicester, Southampton, or Leeds slipping up. They're the three. No. They're the three demoted clubs, and if they were going to slip up, they would have slipped up at the start of the season and been at the mm-hmm. bottom of the table. And they're all right in the fucking hunt of it. And you gotta feel like they've all got a good chance. Yeah. So just go through a couple of stats real quick because it's Christmas and the English media, for whatever reason, whoever's top on Christmas Day is a that's a big fucking deal, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to look at the table, um, which we haven't really done on this show for a while, uh, kind of in full. But I'm going to take it old school to championship corner of, uh, of last season. Go for it. And, um, and we're going to look through here real quick. So you have Leeds on uh, – I'm sorry, Leicester on 58, as you say. You have Ipswich on 52. You have Leeds on 45. 
Southampton on 45, tied uh, on points, leads with a vastly superior goal differential, mm-hmm. even without this 4-0 win. <laughs> That's yeah. the other big piece. Yeah, um, they, they were still plus six goals on them prior to this win. Uh, then um, you go down, like you say, 36 for West Brom, 36 for Hull, 34 for Wofford, 34 for Norwich, 33 for Sunderland, 33 for Cardiff, 33 for Middlesbrough, down to 11th place. Even uh, Bristol City, uh, I think that's their abbreviation. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Um, on 32 points and Preston North End on 32 points. What I find stark in this, though, <laughs> So those were all the clubs in order. So I hope you were taking notes. I'm just going to read their goal differential. Leicester, 31. Ipswich, 15. Leeds, 19. Southampton, 9. West Brom, 11. Hull, 6. Watford, 9. Norwich, 2. Sunderland, 5. Now here's where it starts to go real haywire. Cardiff, 2. Middlesbrough, 1. Bristol City, 0. Preston North End, Minus 11. Wow. So you, you see these these points. We, we talk about it all the time, right? There's a, a shit ton of games in the championship, and things can change very, very quickly um, because of, a, a you know, two or three one-no wins in a, or one-no losses in a row or one-no wins in a row. But we always talk about, especially at the bottom half of the Premier League table, this goal differential is going to come into play. There is such a stark difference in goal differential for those top three clubs to the people behind them. Um, that that's going to be a massive, massive factor. And what I'm, I'm really hoping for, you got to imagine Ipswich is going to have a bump in the road. Every championship club has a bump in the road because there's so many games with Leeds being plus 19 and Ipswich being plus 15. Obviously this game is the only game that separates them on goal difference at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, this could turn out to be the difference between an automatic promotion place and number one seed in the playoffs. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agreed. And typically, you don't want to be the number also one the seed. Second time they played each other, by the way. Yeah, you also don't typically want to be the number one seed because normally, if you're the number one seed, you don't advance. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very often, place in the championship most of the times that number three team doesn't even make it out of the semis of the playoff. Yep. Yeah. Too many, all the time we see it's either fifth or sixth place who ultimately ends up advancing because much like, much like American sports, the team that comes in hot and you see this in baseball all the time, the team that comes in is hot during the wild card. The team that typically tends to win at all. You know? goes on a run, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you look down the, the the exciting, the really exciting race besides second and third, obviously with, with where this is, is going to be that fourth through fucking, really 14th. Blackburn's mm-hmm. on 31 points. Mm-hmm. So they're, on, they're only, I'm sorry, fifth through uh, 14th. They're only five points out of it. Yeah, a couple of said, wins, a couple fun. of swings. As you said, there's fucking 12 points up for grabs in the next eight days or some mm-hmm. shit. It's like everybody's playing every other day, essentially. And especially if you get a couple of the right teams that are ahead of you and pull off a couple of quick six-pointers, uh-huh. essentially a couple of uh, a one big giant 12-pointer, you suddenly find yourself in fifth place like that uh-huh. quickly. Um, one real quick turn to the bottom of the table, by the way, QPR is now within, like, they see the light at the end of the tunnel. They are only two points behind Huddersfield Town and three points yeah. behind Millwall. 
one game. All they need is one game, and they could possibly get themselves out of the drop, which would be massive for them. It'd be big time. I mean, that, that's what we saw with Luton in the Premier League, what we saw with um, with you guys after your point deduction is mm-hmm. the faster you can change that mentality and get that psyche, like, hey, we're out of it. Like, you know, you start rattling off some results. You yep. know, you start seeing the confidence of the boys change. You know, the dressing room is happier. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and all of a sudden, football becomes enjoyable and easy again. Uh, on to League One. Pompey had a slip against Fleetwood Town. They ended up drawing them 1-1 at home, but they still have a five-point lead over the Posh, Bolton, Derby, Oxford, and Stevenage, who round out the rest of the top six. Uh, League One is going to be very interesting. We really want Portsmouth to come back up, obviously. A club near and dear to our hearts. We stay it every fucking week. Uh, it was one of the only other stadiums we've been to in mm-hmm. England. Um, we really want them to do well. And, and if, Fratton Park if was it's fucking the, awesome. <laughs> if it's the push that they're going against, do push people really have the reserve, the steel within them to get the job done? I don't I, think so. I don't think they do either. I would Come totally agree with that. <laughs> Come on, Pompey. And um, at the bottom, Reading are now in 21st. Now, remember, 21st still goes into the drop because four teams go down in League One. Four teams go down, yep. But they're only one point behind Exeter City. So nice. they're they're right there. Um, they're also uh, worth noting, they're only four points behind Wigan, who, much like Everton, despite that point deduction, they're still in and around it. And if things go wrong for a couple of matches, they can find themselves right in the thick of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And But Wigan, of course, a town of rugby players, those six people there that support football are just chuffed about it. Huh. They, they're very excited to be where they are. Ben, Ben's excited. <laughs> All the way up in Aki, which leads yeah, us ben into and, League ben, Two. Say Ben and his six friends. Leads us into League Two. My good friend Aki got a 2 1 win over uh, Wassel and moved up to eighth place. So, and they're only uh, two points out of a playoff spot currently. So, That's what we're talking about. but good. the problem is, is they're also one point out of 11th. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. 11th is safe, though. That's all that matters. Um, Stockport handed a Knotts County um, uh, a loss, and uh, that gives them their uh, maintain of their six point lead over Borough and Wrexham, despite the fact that both of those teams did end up winning as well. And got to tell you, Mr. Cram, uh, we already talked about Sutton kind of being done and dusted. This one would be big if they went down. I'm really, I'm really starting to worry about Forest Green Rovers, man. They're seven points away from safety. This was a team that dropped also out of League One. If they go from League One to League Two to the National League, that is something that can cripple a club financially. And absolutely. So there's two things here at play besides the finances. Yeah. Okay. The two common denominators about the relegations is. Duncan Ferguson mm-hmm. and veganism. All right, well, Duncan came to a sinking ship when he got there last year already. Yeah, because you can't plug a hole with cauliflower. Okay? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. You got to shove a fucking, you know, prime rib down there. That'll, that will plug the holes. What I need... <laughs> Actually, which is probably why people become vegans. <laughs> hey, that's an ass cancer joke, Sam. What I'm saying is, okay. <laughs> but, uh, 
Uh, Mel's over there shaking her head no. She's off camera, but she's very disappointed in that joke, Mr. Graham, which makes you happier. Makes you happier. Absolutely, because it was on the fly, and if she doesn't approve, that means it was a fucking good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, What I will say is if we can find a Forest Green Rovers fan, we need you on the last day of the season to zoom in with us and consume a meat product if you go down. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't want your little fucking cauliflower wings or your vegan bacon, a.k.a. carrots. Uh, we don't want any of that, okay? We want you to get a piece of fucking pig and chew it. Get it down you. Get it down you. Um, Mr. Graham, a truly tasteless joke would be the uh, meme that our boy Steve Walsh put up uh, in uh, our, our group. Which was, who has the deadliest punch? Muhammad Ali was the first pitcher. The second pitcher was Larry Holmes. The third pitcher was Mike Tyson. And the fourth pitcher was Jim Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. Brilliant. Be, like, be like, you know what? Those first three, they could back out the punch. Mm, not as good as Jim's, though. Old JJ had one hell of a punch. <laughs> Absolutely fucked. <laughs> Mel turned on the camera That's for mine. Good. <clears throat> We're all going to hell for that one, but but it ain't wrong. <laughs> it ain't hey, wrong. Man, come on, come on. Uh, you can't say anything these days, you know. Uh, fucking fucking immigrants. And Mr. Graham, a quick roundup of the League Cup. Middlesbrough beat uh, Port Vale three nothing. And Chelsea beat Newcastle on penalties, which makes for the first semifinal. Yep. That is going to be uh, a pretty one-sided affair, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, and then Middlesbrough will will, uh, will make the final in a, you know, a 1-0 win at the Riverside. And we'll all rejoice. Um, <laughs> Fulham knocked out Everton on penalties, and Liverpool trounced West Ham. So if Anana would have not taken the quite possibly the worst penalty kick ever, we would have had a Merseyside Derby for the League Cup semis. Yeah, that would have been nice, obviously, um, if that had happened. But uh, with all due respect to Fulham, they have never won a major trophy in their history. Mm-hmm. So they were close last season. Obviously, I think they made the quarters of the semis. It was uh, the semis that well. they lost to uh, Manu. They're obviously pushing. They're obviously. Tr- oh, yeah, that's right. Mitro grabbing the referee. And, and uh, Marco Silva getting thrown out like the just like the everyone got reds game. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, congratulations. You're in a semifinal. Fucking Liverpool. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Uh, well, it would have been nice had Fulham drawn Middlesbrough. I would have loved it. Right, right. That come on, just get them to the final. Just same like yeah, one game. Get to the final. All you need is one game. Wigan beats Man City in the FA Cup semi, uh, the FA Cup final. That doesn't happen ninety nine out of a hundred times, but the one time it mattered, makes it it fucking happened. It fucking happened. But But then the other the other piece to that as well, besides that, is the semifinals in this competition are two legged affairs. Mm Hmm. Is Fulham going to survive a two-legged match no. against Liverpool? No, they're not. And you even know, if Everton wouldn't to have, to it a, would. Even if Everton wouldn't have survived a two-legged semifinal, it would have been a Merseyside Derby 
four times instead of two times this season. Like, yeah, it would have been awesome. It would have been fucking awesome. And that's in that's they, for the neutral. The neutral would have fucking loved that. But eh, you know, it, it honestly it should have never gotten to fucking Onana's fucked up penalty. Like, they I mean. Uh, it was 1-1 at the end of regulation, and that was off of uh, Everton had finally conceded a goal. They scored it. <laughs> like, right. It was an own goal. So it just it's it's a shame um, that Everton just didn't have it in the tank that day, and it was, eh, you know, we'll blame Pickford's short arms because he got to four of those penalties and did only save one yeah. of them. And th- there was a, fu- there was, a, I mean, somebody in our, in our haunts does, uh, a man by the name of, of Rob, not yeah. that one, another yeah. one. <laughs> that was, that was fantastic. Me interviewing Pickford, the little T-Rex with the ball in his hands. That was fucking I don't know hysterical. if he wants, I don't know if he wants his last name out there. Which no, we won't. Say yeah, that. just Rob. Uh, yeah. But he, um, that was a, that was a fantastic video he put up. That was pretty good. Um. But, you know, to be able to do that, he has to also listen. So maybe he should disband from the closed group since no one there actually does. <laughs> uh, That's a deal. The, <laughs> the other thing uh, I wanted to say about this, too, is uh, is with um, with Fulham is it, it's just very polite that they wanted Liverpool to have the second easiest chance to get to the final that they could possibly give them <laughs> by, by volunteering to play them home and away. What's going to suck is the uh, the League Cup has been absolutely fantastic this season and it's going to end up being Chelsea-Liverpool in the final and none of yeah. us are going to fucking care. God, none I won't of us put, are going to care. I won't put that past Middlesbrough to be honest with you. I really I don't, hope don't so. trust Chelsea. I hope so, there. man. God, I hope so. I really hope Either so. Either way, it's Liverpool's tournament to lose now yeah um yeah. and i heard a, a fulham supporting pundit that i uh, i frequently listen to um basically said he would have rather taken a one-off leg at anfield for the semifinal versus this two-legged affair right and it just speaks to you know in a got, one-off game anybody can win we spoke about it a lot this weekend in yeah. the Premier league um, but you know <laughs> over two legs the cream is inevitably going to rise to the top Yep. Um, Sammy, that's going to wrap it up. Any parting words? That's it. Just enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy the week's football. It's very exciting. Uh, enjoy the week of purgatory um, where most of you people, actually, Sam, you included, uh, don't have to do much. And I am fucking balls to the motherfucking wall and work. Uh, and then driving all over the country to pick my daughter up and uh, all sorts, uh, which is why Young Hot Freshness is going to be there on Thursday. I I did 20 events, 22 events in 20 days, Mr. Graham. You do two tastings in your territory, a cycle, because you're forced to do it. So shut the fuck up. I also call on 20 accounts a day, every uh-huh. day, where sometimes uh-huh. I call you and you're like, sorry, I just woke up from a nap. <laughs> so how about Sukma? Okay. Uh, how 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 about how about I call on three states, you call on thirty nine accounts. Hey, Mel, you know what? Stop the music. I actually do have parting words real quick. Let's tell people about, <laughs> Let's tell people about supplier life here. What? Hashtag you get to expense things. I don't. <laughs> you saw the you saw the meme they uh, someone made in the group of him being carried through the city. <laughs> that was Taylor. And guess what? 
he got to expense that cab ride, <laughs> that, 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 that Asian handsome cab, whatever they call those. Rickshaw, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> so what's an Asian cab handsome cab? for handsome cab? men. <laughs> handsome Asians carrying men. Boys and girls, Merry Christmas. We're going to go ahead and do injury time live right now as soon as we finish this show. So hang out if you want to see what injury time is all about. And should somebody want to find injury time, Mr. Graham, how do they go about doing it? Take a little blue pill uh, and uh, you'll be well on the way. It's patreon.com forward slash D football show. Sign up to that $5 tier. You get both the extra shows at Soundcheck, which all of you heard half of tonight. Uh, and then also, this one, Injury Time, which we commonly referred to as DU After Dark, because now we're a little drunk. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, we've always been horny, but now we're a little drunk, too, and we can tell you about it. Mel, as opposed to the red pill, the red pill, mm-hmm. which is Nick Fuentes would say, oh. if you're having sex, that's the most homosexual thing you could be doing. <laughs> Having sex with a woman is the yeah. gayest thing you could do, is what he said. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what the old red pillars say. So do like us and have the blue pill. <laughs> and uh, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. So till uh, next week, everybody. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Put you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Graham,